1: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
2: he gets so crazy at times it sounds like you yell back at your radio what are you talking
3: about
2: what the hell he gets so angry you tweet to try and calm him down. Now he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the Fan with Steve Sparky
0: Pfeiffer.
4: Welcome in Sparky's Midday Madness on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. Gonna be a fun show today. A little bit different of a show on a Friday with high school football season starting tonight. Uh, we'll have big-time Mike McGivern on. Our high school insider will join us coming up in about 15, 20 minutes from right now as we look ahead uh, to the games coming up this evening around the area. And then we're going to check in with Rob over at Waukesha Sports Cards coming up about 2.30, 2.35, and talk about what is a something that's about to change the sports card industry. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious. I, I don't know if you all are uh, sports card collectors or not. I know Bart brought it up earlier this morning on Bart Winkler's show I was listening to. Uh, and I texted Bart last night when I saw the news uh, that Fanatics, you know Fanatics, you go on their 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 website or whatever and you buy your sports apparel or your hats or your stuff for your lawn or whatever the case may be. They got all that stuff. And I've bought plenty of stuff. In fact, that's where I bought all my Bucks stuff was on the Fanatics website, my Bucks championship gear. So... Uh, They apparently have been in negotiations with the different players associations across uh, the different sports like the NFL, PA, NBA, PA, MLB, PA uh, about going into the sports card business. Now, again, as far as I know, they've never been in the sports card business at any point, uh, but now apparently are deciding to jump in and for good reason, as it's never been hotter than it is right now to buy sports cards. You look at a lot of these stores, they've taken sports cards out of their stores because there's been fights, shootings, and everything else when people try to get their hands on boxes of cards or packages of cards uh, because they are selling for such high prices online and uh, in the industry that at one point was pretty much dead or near death uh, has rebounded in a huge way right now. And now people are looking at it as investments uh, more than just, I'm going to hold on to this card or whatever. I've had cards put away forever. Didn't look at it as an investment necessarily. I just, you know, had the kids as a, had the cards as a kid, and I was happy that I had baseball cards and football cards to look at. And it was cool. Now you've got grown adults really uh, getting into this, and you've got you know kids in high school and college, and uh, out of college, just out of college, that are doing the same thing: buying cards and then flipping cards and making money uh, on the side to buy more cards. So you talk with Rob of Workshop Sports Cards because I- I'm anxious to know how this is going to play out because that news came out last night. And then today I saw that apparently TOPS, which is a very popular sports card uh, company, uh, is going to be ending its alignment with MLB, according to MLB. So I, I of course, have questions like, number one. All of these top cards that I have, and all these tops cards that are out there on the market right now that you can buy in stores or uh, you can buy at these card shows from uh, other traders or whatever, do these then become more valuable going forward once that company is done essentially making sports cards? Because tops could be in trouble. I mean, they could be in a lot of trouble. Like this could be the end of the tops trading card company. I think uh, with the way this is possibly going. So. Anxious to talk with Rob from Walkshot Sports Cards coming up about one half hour from right now, but before we get to Mike McGivern and before we get to Rob over at Walkshot Sports Cards, I want to talk about something we didn't get to on the big show today. And Dan Plucker, other side producing as always, this NBA offseason survey uh, that came out that LeBron James is all mad about, uh, and all mad because uh, he wasn't voted for. It. So every year. They do this ESPN off-season survey, and it involves scouts, front office executives, whatever the case may be. And there's 10 people total that that do the voting, and they get asked different questions. The question, the very first question on the survey on ESPN is, who is the best player in the NBA heading into the 2021-2022 season? And Giannis got five votes. And Kevin Durant got five votes. The only other person that could have been voted for on the ballot, apparently, was uh, LeBron, I guess. Uh, and LeBron did not get a single vote. Not one vote. So, one Eastern Conference executive said of Giannis, people love to focus on his faults, but he's a hell of a player. Another East executive Appointed uh, to past stars who have taken another step forward after breaking through and winning a title. He expects Giannis to do the same. Quote, he's unlocked a different cheat code at both ends that gives him that spot. You can certainly argue for Durant and LeBron, but between injury and age, can they consistently do it? Uh, is a question put out there by an Eastern Conference executive. Those that favored Durant? One Western Conference scout said, I think he's the best scorer in the league. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I don't think it's close, and he's pretty good defensively, too. The things he's able to do offensively are generational, and I don't know if you can stop him. He's absolutely lethal. He is. I, again, totally with you. East Scouts, uh, in East scouts set of Durant. A healthy Durant uh, gives more on both ends than anybody else. Health is a big if going forward, but his combination of scoring and defense is tough to bear. Hey. I don't know if I agree with the He gives more on both ends. If he's talking about energy, um, okay. If we're talking about, uh, you know, production, fine. Because you can point to Giannis's free throws or whatever else, and maybe that's the rant. If we're talking about just sheer energy, I don't think there's anybody in the league that plays harder than Giannis. Russell Westbrook might be the next closest comparison right? I mean, is there anybody else between Giannis and Russell Westbrook? Is there another player in the NBA that I'm not thinking of that plays harder than those two dudes? I mean, Durant, I'm not saying he doesn't play hard necessarily, but you, it's not as visible with Kevin Durant as it is necessarily with Giannis. And that's because of style of play. That's obviously part of it. Giannis is like a bigger version of Westbrook, I guess, to a certain degree. Um, so yeah, I don't necessarily if I know if I get down that the LeBron thing, not getting a vote, a single vote. To me, uh, head scratching a little bit, little head scratching. I I didn't think that everybody would have bailed on LeBron at this point. I didn't. If you would have said Sparky they're going to get ten votes, how do you think this shakes out? I would have said probably that it's probably going to be Durant's going to get three, uh, LeBron's probably going to get three, Giannis may get three or four, somewhere in that area. That it would be split fairly even between those three players. Or maybe there's a wild card player that gets a vote, like Luka or something stupid like that, uh, that gets a vote that doesn't deserve a vote uh, over the other three. Maybe it's three, three, one or something. I did not expect LeBron to get no votes. Plucker, did you expect LeBron to get no votes in this thing of 10 people?
5: Uh, I'm not surprised. Really? If I'm being honest. Yeah. I was. Uh, I think with the early, everybody in, when it comes to these types of things, everybody thinks recently and not necessarily in all time. And what we saw from this season was... Oh, it should
4: be recently. It's about going into this well, year. Well, right.
5: And, and and it makes sense. But, but this past season, you know, LeBron was hurt and then... Um, He kind of played hurt through the playoffs and they got knocked out in the first round against the Suns. Like that's what his season was. And so I think that's how people are evaluating LeBron. Now, if you think if, if you really think about it, LeBron is probably still the best basketball player on the planet. Overall, I would give maybe Giannis more of the athletic ability and just freak of nature ability. And I would give Kevin Durant more of scoring. Am I surprised that one person, I guess at the very least didn't, Vote for him, maybe a little bit, but I mean, going into the season, everybody was thinking the Nets were going to win this thing. And then, how do you not, how does nobody vote for Giannis after what he did in the NBA Finals and right. carrying this team on his back after injuring his leg? Like, this, it, it, it makes sense to me to have Kevin Durant and Giannis as the top two players in the NBA based on last season alone. But if we're talking about heading into this season, heading into this it's going to be it'd be a different conversation. I, I don't know how I would stack up those three, to be honest with you. And I'm surprised out of 10 people, I guess one person didn't vote for it. Right? But it makes sense to me, at least to a
4: very little degree. Because the question is, who's the best player heading into this season, 2021-2022? It's not who was the best player last year. Or who's the best player in the last five years? Who's the best player going into this season? LeBron didn't get one. Now, they have other questions, none of which the Bucs were involved in. Then there's this question on this ESPN survey they did. Who's going to win each conference and the NBA title? Did you see the vote breakdown on this, Plucker? I did not. Good. So let's take your guess. I have it in front of me. First of all, give me in order how you think this shakes out. Who do you think they have in first, second, and third in the
5: conference in the East? In the East? Yep. Uh, I'm gonna say Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Miami. Correct.
4: Those are the top three.
5: And now tell oh, me how you think They just make me do top three. Okay, that's cool. all that's all they have is top three. <laughs> that's
4: all, right. all they have is top three. So now give me how many votes say Brooklyn had of ten. Six. Seven. Ooh. Two for the Bucs, one for the Heat. Okay.
5: I was gonna say six three
4: one. In okay. the West, the Lakers have five votes, Golden State has two, Utah has two, Denver has one. The Suns were in the NBA title game or in the NBA finals. I don't believe they lost anybody of significance, and they aren't voted back in. Anybody want to help me with this one? I mean, I get all the you know ooh and on ah and the thinking Golden State's going to be all that, and maybe they will be. I, I it just drives me crazy. Like I just think they're they're getting their flowers given to them like they're they're they've done something in the last two years. They've been horrible. And you could tell me, well, Clay Thompson. Yes, Clay Thompson, very good basketball player. Very good. All-star. One of the better shooters we've seen. Fine. I'm with you. But they're also very young. We just had Larry Harris on the other day. And I, I brought it up to him. Like this roster is so jacked. The 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 top end veteran, heavy, right? You have Wiggins, you have Draymond, you have Steph, you have Clay, fine. But then you have, on the other side, you have multiple first-round picks that I'm assuming is going to be in the rotation. You have Wiseman from last year. He's going to be in the starting lineup, I would think. I mean, you have opposite ends of the spectrum. Furthermore, take it a step further. We don't even know how well Wiggins is going to play with Clay and Steph Curry because we have yet to see it actually happen for any amount of time. So we don't even know how they're going to be on the floor together. But we're all acting not we because I'm not. But a lot of people are acting like, oh yeah, it's going to be fine. They're going to be really, really good. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it. Uh, anyway, so Lakers five, Golden State two, Utah uh, two, uh, Denver one. Finals champs. How do you think that plays out, Plucker? Finals champs. There are four teams that got votes in this one, as far as who ends up winning the NBA championship uh, next year. Four teams. Which four?
5: Brooklyn. Yep. Los Angeles Lakers. Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. And... Oof, oh, no, nah, it's tough. So left is Golden State, Utah, Denver, and Miami. I'm going to say Miami gets one vote.
4: Correct. Those are the four. Now, how many votes did the Brooklyn Nets get at one? Six. Correct. Lakers two, Bucks one, Miami one. Y'all thought I was crazy. when When this whole thing was done, I said... Brooklyn was going to be the favorite. Even though the Bucs won, they were going to be the favorite. Then they add up Patty Mills to the bench and they do some other stuff. They're going to be the favorite. And it's fine. You're going to open the season at home. It's going to be ring ceremony night and all that. You get to play that team that everybody thinks is better than you, even though you're the defending champs. And yes, you changed your bench. But from my perspective, I think the bench is better now than it was uh, when you won the championship. And you're just going to have to deal with it and, you know, see what happens. I don't, you know, I wouldn't take it personally as a Bucks fan because everybody's picking Brooklyn. On paper, talent-wise, they're going to be the more talented team. It is what it is. Got three Hall of Famers all playing out there together uh, against you. Uh, you have one, maybe two in Middleton. I think Middleton's got a chance to be a Hall of Famer before his career is all said and done, now that he has a ring. Um, I don't think Drew Holiday necessarily will be. But and which is, again, it's fine. It's just going to make it all the more sweeter when you go win another NBA championship. That's how I look at it. Have uh, you ever thought about becoming your own boss? Now is the time. Maybe it's time to join the Young Express team. Live a stress-free lifestyle. Put the windows down. Turn up the radio and drive, baby, drive. And get paid for it, too. Now, why Young Express? I'm tell you, I have a 24-7 dispatch team. Extremely dedicated. Take it very personal to keep drivers moving. And Young Express You you can mix it up. You can drive locally, regionally, or nationwide. Now, the further you drive, the more money you will make. But you will make a very good living still, even if you decide to drive just locally. With minimal investment in your own vehicle, Young Express will provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. 99% no-touch freight. The freight is loaded and offloaded for you, so all you have to do is drive. Looking for full-time independent contractors? Join the Young Express team today. You can find them at youngExpress.com. That's J U N G express.com young express success drives them coming up next big time. Mike McGivin or WSSB high school insider joins me next to Ron the madness. All right. So I told Plucker, I don't know if you listened to me or not. I told Plucker in the break. I said, did you see the news? Did you listen to me? Plucker? Did you just go? I look? did not look at the news. So tell me what the news is. Oh, Sam just came in here and gave me more news. Um, so, John Heyman, Odyssey MLB insider, MLB network.
5: We have him on this big show every Thursday.
4: Right, we're going to have uh, Mike McGivern on here momentarily. Don't Just don't go anywhere. John Heyman hearing rumblings that Bucs superstar uh, Giannis uh, has interest in becoming a minority owner of the Brewers. Talks may be underway. Huh. Sam Schmitz just walked in here, said, hey, do we have a Zoom link for the Brewers press conference at 3? I didn't know there was a press conference at 3. He said there is. Harder quote tweeted the Heyman one and said that there's a, a press conference at 3 o'clock.
1: Hmm.
4: Now, now, Rodgers is in bed with the Bucks. Giannis could be in bed with the Brewers. Now, I don't know about the, this is what I'm going to say about this. I, I don't know about how much money he's going to have involved as far as money in, but I will say this. If Giannis and his agent can help bring sponsors and money to the organization that they otherwise wouldn't have and more attention, and that can help increase payroll or whatever, sure, I'm all in. I'm all in either way. Like, I think it's awesome. Well, he's going to be here. He wants to invest more in the community. He's investing in the baseball team now. There's hardly any correlation with Bucks to Brewers. Brewers showed up at the Bucks, yes but the Brewers play when the Bucks don't most of the time. So very rarely do you see Bucks guys at Brewers games. Charlie Villanueva used to go to Brewers games all the time when he was here, but that's like the last one I can remember. I think
5: that's pretty cool, Pluck, don't you? Yeah, no, I think that would be awesome if that was the case. And I don't know, it'd be interesting to see how that would all play out. I wonder if that brings in like the international thing into this too with Greece and how much Greece like pays attention to Giannis and what he's doing. Maybe Milwaukee brewers are trying to get into those ties. I would
4: love to know the financial, not that, that, not that, Oh, he's giving them 20 million to buy in. Not that I'm just saying from like, you're saying, From the sponsors and stuff like that, of the additional revenue you're able to bring in because now you're tied in with Giannis. The deals that you can cut with his agent to get more money in to allow you maybe to now raise that payroll a little bit. You know, even if that additional sponsorship money means you can raise it by another 10 or 15 million for a season, that's a really good baseball player Mm -hmm. if you're able to do that. No maybe, doubt. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe it gives them $10 million, walks away, and they get no benefit out of it other than saying, yeah, this is a minority owner. I'm pretty sure that's all the Bucs get out of it with Rodgers. So maybe that's what it'll be for the Brewers, but just trying to think big. Right, joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he is our WSSP high school insider, Mike
6: McGivern. Michael, thanks for coming on. You bet, Spark. I'm not going to be a minority owner in the Brewers, Bucks, or Packers anytime soon.
4: Well, hit the lottery, and you know, but you got to play to win it, so...
6: Hey, there you
4: go. That's the best way to do it. So we had on um, Chad Holmes from WXCO in Wausau uh, earlier uh, in the big show in the last half hour. And we were talking about Wausau West because uh, he's a play-by-play play guy uh, for them. And then Gary brought up Wausau East where his teammate Jeff Dellenbach uh, went to high school. Uh, and Chad brought up that they don't have enough kids and that they're going to play in an eight-man league instead. And they're trying to figure it out at this point. Um, and do it. And then he brought up that he had heard that West Allis Central uh, is in a, a situation where they may not have football either. How? I mean, are, are we hearing of a lot of high schools not having enough kids to play football at this point, Mike?
6: Well, West Allis Central is uh, definitely done for the year. They're, they're, they don't have enough kids. They're not going to play.
4: So what happens now? So if I'm at Central,
6: can I play at Hale? You know, Spark, I don't know. I don't think so, but I... I, I don't know that. I don't know what the WIA is going to do with that. And what's interesting, Sparky, is when I looked at some of the schools that were at least rumored um, to not have enough kids, some of these schools didn't play at all last year. So they didn't play in the fall, didn't play in the spring. And eight-man, you're going to see an eight-man state championship game sooner than later, and it'll be one of the, you know, maybe they'll they'll cut out Division Five. And they'll go one, two, three, four, or division seven. They'll cut out go one through six. They'll do something, but that's coming soon. I believe that.
4: See, and that's to me, um, that's not good. I mean that that's that's not good. So, how many programs are, are we thinking in our area may not have a football program outside of West Dallas Central?
6: Well, for sure we know that one, and there was rumors about some other ones, but but I understand that they're they're going to try to play and. What happens in Spark is if you start getting some kids injured, you get a couple of kids out sick. It, it's going to be a difficult um, putt to have enough kids play. And it, it, you know, Nicolay did this a few years ago, and and I really went on the air and, and wasn't happy, but they were. That was the correct decision. I was wrong. They they came back the next year and they've had uh, better numbers ever since. And what they did was they took their their three classes, not their seniors, but everybody else played a JV schedule, and they got some wins. And then they had some kids that that came out, and their their numbers are, are not great, but they're okay. So I think you'll see some of that.
4: All right, so let's talk now about uh, high school football here in the area, in teams uh, that uh, you know, if, if you want to see, go see some really good high school football. Everybody listening doesn't have a kid in high school, right? Uh, everybody listening he doesn't have a grandkid in high school football, but there are a lot of people listening that likes still like going to watch high school football. Like when I used to do it for the scoreboard show or for Fox Six when me and Pip uh, used to do it, in Jen Lada uh, back in the day. I had no no dog in the fight, per se, but I still loved going. I loved watching high school football and watching guys like J.J. J. Watt and Pewaukee and so forth, and Melvin Gordon at Kenosha Bradford and getting to be a part of all of that. So who are those really good high school football teams? Muskego, obviously, won. they played last night and won against uh, Wisconsin Rapids, uh, Lincoln. Who in the area tonight is really good that people should check out?
6: Yeah. Look, well, I'll be over um, for my 24 at the Brookfield Central Catholic Memorial Game at Waukesha North. And Division Four was pre- just
4: at Waukesha North last night watching the Oak Creek freshman team play the Waukesha North freshman team.
6: Well, you know what, that So I'll be on the sidelines. As you know, Spark, we're, we're not doing the Friday night scoreboard show this year. And I uh, feel bad a little bit for, for those guys that I had on the sidelines, but I'm really hoping to get that back. Um, next year i'm hoping we can do that so if you want to go to a game if you don't want to stay home and, and and on your couch and watch that brookfield central catholic memorial game i look i would go to the division five game Lake country lutheran ranked number one preseason against uh saint mary springs ranked number two preseason so and you know the amac kid is playing the hammy kid is playing they have got those kids. the fact I, it,
4: that you said Emac and Hammy and, and their kids are old enough to even play high school football makes me feel very old thank you
6: yeah you're welcome you're you're welcome the Emac
4: kid isn't a Nebraska fan too i hope
6: i'm sure he is yeah no, he's that's a unfortunate. senior he's a senior and uh, they, you know what they they're good again i'll tell you what lake country Lutheran has been loaded for years and, and this this is going to be a really good game it's it obviously first game out of the blocks but you know, St. Mary Springs, you know about them. They've been really good for years. in L.A. Country Lutheran. So that's the game maybe I would go to tonight. But there's some other really good ones. You know, Arrowhead against Marquette tonight is a really good uh, game. Marquette is, is has been down a little bit the last couple of years, has a chance to be really good this year. And Arrowhead uh, with Coach Swiddle and Coach Harris over there, they've always got a chance to be good. And then Walkshaw West is at Hartford. And, and that's another one – I. You know, Hartford, they they lost some games last year, but I think that they're on the right path again, and I don't know if they'll be as good this year as they've been in the last couple. And I'm always interested to see Coach Rux and Waukesha West play.
4: Ah, Coach Rux, Yep, very, very good at what he does, no doubt. Uh, So a couple of schools that I'm always uh, intrigued by, obviously. Uh, Bill Young going on year 100, I think, coaching Catholic Memorial. I'm assuming that they'll be good because they're always good.
6: They're, you know what, again preseason, but Division Four ranked number one, and you know they got out of what I think is probably the best football conference in the state. For I sure, will argue with me. No, yeah. I, you're right. But you know they're in now. Called, what is the Parkland, and I'm not sure that all the teams are super happy to see them leave. But they, they, I didn't think Bill, Bill Young would be for that, but he definitely was They're they were really getting beat up in their numbers. So when they're in the Parkland, it's them in New Berlin-Eisenhower, New Berlin-West, Pewaukee. Wauwatosa-West might be the, the, the team that is going to give them the, the, the best game in that conference this year. I, that's what I'm thinking. Pius, Wauwatosa-East. But that Tosa west catholic Memorial um, game is going to be a really good one in the Parkland. And you're right, Bill Young's been there forever. And when I get to interview him tonight on the sidelines before the game, I don't think there's any question I could ask him that, you know, that he wouldn't probably know. So it should be, it, it'll be fun for me because he won't come on my my high school football coach's show a whole lot. But he can't run for me tonight. Yeah,
4: he, uh, I heard their numbers are really up this year too.
6: Yeah, but you know, Spark, that's what what's interesting is you talked about some some schools going to eight man. The one in Wausau does scare me a little bit, but eight man's getting to be pretty big throughout the state. And then there are other, like Muskego is up, Catholic Memorial's up. There are certain schools where their numbers are up. And you know what? It, it's good to see because I think these guys in the youth programs are doing a really good job and they're changing up some stuff. The way, the way you practice now is not the way they practiced when I was younger, you know, when I was a kid. Because if you were thirsty, you got a salt pill. now, man, how much water do you need? We're not going to be doing a lot of hitting, but we're going to talk a lot about technique and safety.
4: Well, that's good if they all follow it. I just saw somebody online the other day. I don't know what age group they were. Had kids running Oklahoma drills. So, yeah, I mean, it's good if 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 all these high school programs are doing it the correct way. Yes, I I totally agree with you on that. Uh, what about what about my old stomping grounds? I I don't ever expect them to be good again, Tremper. Uh, but but what does that conference look like? Is it still Franklin, Oak Creek? I Bradford, I heard was coming along. W- where is that conference looking like?
6: It, it is Franklin, and you know Racine Horlicks going to be pretty good.
4: Yeah, year. they have a great coaching staff down there.
6: Yeah, I you know what, and and I should be mad at him because he missed coming on my show a couple weeks ago. But I like him. He's got both his sons playing there, and I can tell you that um, we're going to see them against case in a couple of weeks on my 24 and i i think that they've got a chance to be pretty good tremper's going to struggle again see I, I hate to tell you that they just stink
4: just i, I don't want to talk about them so okay so bradford uh uh horlick franklin and uh so oak creek we're thinking is going to be in the mix
6: yeah, I think they'll be on the top end of that um, of that that conference. I don't know if they're going to be um, in the mix as far as winning winning it because you look. Bradford, like you said, Bradford is going to be pretty good. Franklin's going to be really good. In fact, week two on this my twenty four, we got Fond du Lac coming to Franklin, and in the spring last year, Fond du Lac played in the spring. They put up seventy on Kimberly.
4: Yeah, but 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 the studs at at Madison now. So Braylon it's Allen correct.
6: I mean, yeah. Yeah but you know what? Trust me, they're gonna be really good. And the, the quarterback from Franklin's already committed. You know uh, you know Miles Karen. Burkett. Yeah, yep. He's yep. going to Wisconsin. Correct. So that, that week two game will be fun, but I think it starts with Franklin and then I think it's everybody else. Bradford, Horlick and then Oak Creek is what I would think.
4: Yep. I I probably would get down with that as well. Uh, all right. Very good. Uh, Michael. So my 24 tonight, who's your play by play team tonight?
6: Uh, John Weiser and Terry Kelly. And, uh, it's going to be fun. The old band is back together. I was, I was gone. We did the Thursday night lights thing for years. And with, with, with COVID, um, I was not with them. Um, they made that decision and, and, and our buddy Pete Montfrey said, look, it's a one year hiatus and he's a man of his word. So I'll be, uh, be on the sidelines and and just trying to give some insight to the game. And then I know that uh, Weiser and Terry Kelly be giving me a little smack. And you know how that goes.
4: I do know how that goes. Worked with John Weiser for years. Pete Monfrey, great dude as well over there at uh, my 24. Michael, thank you so much. We'll be watching. Thanks, Spark. See you later. Take care. There he is Mike McGivern on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Applying for home renovation loan has you feeling anxious. Breathe. Let like Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. All right, so Rob's coming up next from uh, Waukesha Sports Cards. And he texted me. He said, Hey, can I talk about this big signing we have coming up? Oh, yes. Yes. If you're a Packers fan, you're going to want to stay tuned because he's got a huge signing coming up. Do not go anywhere. you want to hear about this. And we're going to talk about sports cards and finags coming in, Tops going out, all that fun stuff. That's the main reason why he's on. But he's got some good news, too, uh, on the Packers signing front. So don't go anywhere. Next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky, for with you. Dan Plucker, executive producer, other side of the glass, being joined now by Rob over at Waukesha Sports Cards on the Great Midwest Bank hotline rob thanks for coming on man appreciate it
3: what's up buddy
4: all right we're gonna get into the sports cards thing uh and you know a radio professional would just tease your signing through the whole interview so people would tune in and listen um all the way to the end and then you know drop the big the big news but i i I don't want to do that i i people need to know this as soon as possible if they don't know so all right so tell us about the packer signings you have coming
3: up so um tomorrow we got uh donald driver coming in james jones Jarrett uh, Bush as well, uh, some of the Super Bowl XLV guys coming in for an autograph signing then on uh monday we got brett Favre coming in for a public autograph signing as well
4: sweet so we have brett Favre on the big show on monday did you say rob
3: that's great
4: thank you very much for hooking us up with brett rob that's awesome that's good
3: yeah i loved it when you guys used to be out here to do that stuff
4: yeah so do i we we don't go anywhere now so that
3: takes care of that uh
4: okay (laughs) so brett Favre on monday and it's a public autograph signing so what time is that on monday
3: uh, Brett Favre is going to be, I think, five o'clock or five thirty somewhere. Like so get there so. the
4: previous night at like five or six o'clock and camp out.
3: Yep, yep. We're pretty close to being sold out. I think we got less than fifteen tickets left to, of the stuff we're doing. We're not overdoing these things anymore; we're just kind of keeping them.
4: How much are know, tickets?
3: To, uh, they start at two fifty, I think. I, mean, I was going to guess two hundred, so that was yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's Brett
4: Favre, so I mean, it's worth it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's what's going on. Watch out, sports cards. Make sure to uh, check that out and, and get in line if you want to get something uh, from Brett Favre or any of those other guys. Donald Driver. I mean, you got a great lineup tomorrow. Just even if you can't make it on Monday for Brett Favre, just go get Driver's yeah. autograph and those guys tomorrow. Uh, okay, so help me understand this. So, Fanatics, uh, which I buy a lot of my sports apparel from, and so forth. Uh, apparently now is going into the sports card business. To the best of my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong. They've never been involved in the sports card business
3: before, have they? No, but they're getting their hands into every single thing. Uh, they've been doing that for the last two, three years. But uh, it's only a matter of time before they try to take over everything. Honestly, okay. But yeah, they're they're getting into that. Uh, they're getting into that business, uh, and it's going to be interesting. So
4: I'm trying to figure this all out here. So uh, I said earlier in the show when I started that we were going to have you on and explain what we were going to talk about. You and I had talked about this uh, a few months ago about how hot the sports car trading industry is. And Bart Winkler talks about it all the time on on the morning show. You have a hard time just keeping stuff on the shelves without people buying it and then having an empty shelf at this point.
3: Oh, yeah. If I get a case of product in, like today, we got Topps Chrome in, and we were limited on that. Four, four cases, I think we got in maybe two at the most. Wow. Um, or we got in like one and a half, My like guy just said. Um, so everything's just being limited. I mean, our 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 counters are empty. I've never never seen this type of stuff. But the the card companies have kind of figured it out a little bit, and, you know, COVID didn't help either uh, with the manufacturing uh, being shut down and things like that. They kind of realized that, oh, if I don't produce as much, the demand for this stuff is going to go higher and higher. Um, but it's just driving the prices up is all it is doing. And, you know, we're the, the brick and mortar stores are, are getting hurt by it. Uh, the ones that have been around for, you know, 30 years with these companies.
4: So how are you getting hurt by it? I guess I'm not understanding. If you can't keep them on your shelves, I would think you're making money.
3: So, no, not necessarily because I can't get the product in. They are, so they did it based on an allotment uh, system the year before COVID. And you know we're buying, we've been buying forever, but there's break groups now on Facebook. I've yes. been into them, They talk about them all the time. Yep. These are companies. These are just groups that have buy a mass amounts of this product prior to COVID, and they just flip them. You know, they're not they're not making any money, or I mean, they're making money, but they don't have you know any really overhead for it, so they can just turn and burn them. You know, with a small markup. Where, when you know, like us brick and mortar stores, we got employees, we got expenses. Sure. So our markup is obviously a little bit more. So we weren't buying as much as some of these guys. They were just, you know, ripping them and and, and turning them. So when COVID hit, they just uh, started doing allocations based on what you did the previous year. Wow. And uh, that's just kind of how it limits us now.
4: That's crazy, Robin. We're at Walkshot Sports Cards, joining us here on Sparky's Midday Madness on twelve fifty a.m. The Fan. Okay, so now explain this. I have Tops cards. I'm assuming a yep. lot of other people have Tops cards as well. Now, MLB and Tops are going to part ways. We have not heard about the NFL yet or anybody else, but MLB and Tops it looks like are done. If that's the case, what does that then mean for the current Tops cards that you may be able to find different places? Is it go buy them right away because they're going to be worth a bunch because they're going to stop making them? Is it don't bother because they're going to stop making them? Like how 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 do you see this playing out?
3: Um, I think it's gonna uh, gonna be the the first part that you said they're gonna they people are gonna buy them up as much as they can right now thinking that, but here's the thing that worries me is Tops knows that they're going out of this, so what's to stop them from just overproducing stuff like they did in the '90s? Now, uh, you know, make it while you can type thing. Um, that's what I'm worried about. You know that they're just gonna saturate the market now just to try to try to get some some extra income in. I mean, they were set. I don't know if you know they were set to go public. Uh, yes. This next year, and they are not doing that anymore. And they basically, you know, told fanatics that they're not interested in selling off to them either. So we'll see how that goes. So but, I'm,
4: I'm, I'm, I'm concerned because is this going to be the end of tops? I mean, if the NFL bails on them and so forth, are they just going to be done?
3: They, the only thing they have right now, Sparky, is baseball. They lost uh, the NFL. Oh God, five, six, seven years ago to Panini. Oh, my God. So all they've been doing is baseball. They've been doing minor league baseball, and they've been doing major league baseball, and they haven't really done the whole, um, you know, no jersey kind of emblems on cards. Like, they haven't been doing really football with no emblems. You know, like Panini does baseball and different things like that, but they just can't show, um, you know, the jersey or anything like that. They can show the player, and they just kind of, you know, erase the emblem of the major league team. But Tops really hasn't done that. They just kind of stuck to their baseball product, uh, which has been good, you know. But yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. It could, I, could be mean the end of uh, Tops, which is, I think it's over. See, that's what company. I.
4: But that's what I don't understand. So, Rob, if I'm Tops and I'm done, if this goes wrong, why wouldn't you go into business with Fanatics then?
3: I I don't know. I mean, you know. But, People that have that much money, I don't really know what they all argue about. Oh,
4: well, that's probably uh, true. I, I don't never either. have been into that. Me either. No, <laughs> you're
3: you're absolutely right about
4: that. Of the cards that are out there, in my experience of, of talking to different people that are all into this and going to these sports card shows in the area, whatever else, I feel like the NBA cards are hotter than I ever thought they would ever be.
3: They were. I mean, it started with Zion. Uh, the NBA has always been, were actually, baseball has always been the hottest, but when Zion came out, that's what kind of really... Turned the market to uh, NBA, um, and NBA has never had as much product being produced that you know some of the baseball and football stuff has. They, they've had so many different products, you know, but the NBA never really had as many different products. So that's kind of what turned turned to the NBA a little bit. I mean, they just had some some really good rookies that were coming out in the NBA, some big name guys, and you know that's what it does it. But Major League Baseball has had some pretty good rookies. I mean, there's cards going on guys that haven't even played yet that, that go for tens of thousands of dollars for the rookie card. It's just unreal.
4: That is that is crazy. And I, I again, I can't believe how much, how expensive some of this stuff is. Like, I, I just shake my hand and go, there's no way I can justify paying that much money. I love my kid, but not that much. I mean, it, no. it's psychotic, some of the prices. And that's why I said earlier in the show, the first segment, I said, people are using this as an investment business more than as a collection business.
3: They they are. But you gotta be careful. That's what people did in the uh, late eighties too.
4: Yep, and then they got burned. Uh there yep. he is, Rob over at Walkshaw Sports Cards. Again, tell everybody about your Packer signings coming up this weekend and Monday. Um,
3: uh, yeah, so for the tomorrow we got Driver, James Jones and Jared Bush. Monday we got Brett farm coming in. Uh they're all public signings. You can come in and meet the guys. Um you know, get a photo with them while you're getting your autograph signed and stuff like that. And then we have, I don't know if you've seen Sparky, but pretty much the majority of all the bucks we uh, will be doing signings in the next m- month or two as well.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I try and retweet you as much as I can. Uh, yep. You have to get tickets ahead of time, though, I'm, I'm guessing for this, right? So do people just call you to buy the tickets or how do they get the tickets?
3: You can get them online. Our website is com. You can get them the day of the signing as well.
4: Well, you said Um, you've only uh, got like 15 left for Brett, so that's a gamble. Yeah,
3: so I mean get them as quick as you can. You know, for the other three guys, though, um, they're good.
4: That's awesome. All right, there he is, Rob over at Waukesha Sports Cards. Go see those guys. Get your signs. Get your sports cards there as well. Thank you so much, my friend.
3: I appreciate it, buddy. Take care. There he is,
4: Rob, over at Waukesha Sports Cards, uh, explaining to us this whole deal with fanatics coming into the sports car world, and it appears tops being done uh, in the sports car world as well. Uh, Some news uh, coming out uh, of the Milwaukee Brewers as they are having a press conference, I think, coming up here at 3 o'clock. What do you have, Dan Plucker? Yeah, Jeff
5: Passan is reporting that Giannis is indeed purchasing a stake in the Milwaukee Brewers. Does not say how much, sources tell ESPN. Follows the model of Patrick Mahomes, small market star investing in local baseball franchise, which Mahomes did in joining the Royals ownership group last year. But what? this is what I want
4: to know. What does the franchise get out of this? Is it just a one time fee of 20 million 30 million whatever the number is and then that's it and you're done cuz i'm pretty sure that's what happened with the bucks and i don't even know if rogers even paid or they just gave him a share i don't even know so let's say it's 50 million that rogers paid okay done now you can say you're a part owner here are your front your your court side seats okay we're done with this thing with giannis here there's so much influence internationally that he has and his agency and everybody else have that you should should be able to maybe bring more sponsorship dollars to this depending on how you use Giannis to your benefit. I have a feeling it's just going to be here's my check. Thanks for the minority ownership uh, deal. Now we can create Giannis Brewers jerseys and Giannis Brewers bobbleheads and make money that way on it because that would be the automatic easy way to do it. Why haven't the Bucks done that with Rodgers? Why haven't they had a Bucks Rodgers bobblehead night? With Rodgers in like a Bucks uniform, with Rodgers on the back of it, have a Rodgers number 12 Bucks jersey. Like, why why wouldn't you have done this already?
5: Yeah, I, I don't know. It would make a lot of sense actually for all three MVPs to be on a bobblehead somewhere, too. That, too. In, in terms of like. Each one being at a game, you can get like the different pieces. I think that'd be really cool. Like, you yep. get like Rodgers in a Bucks uniform, Giannis in a Brewers uniform, and then like Yelich in a Packers jersey. Yeah. And you could put them all together if you get to all three of the games and they like attach together. Yes. Why has that not been done? See that? Pluckers all over. I should be in the marketing department you, for these teams. You
4: should. You're doing Leap Fuck. I mean, mostly well just get hired on by the pro teams too. He's Dan Plucker, Steve Sparky, Viver up next. Rami Makhlouf, very looking very excited to get to his show uh, at three o'clock. Are you awake? You, you you are awake. Okay, yeah. uh, I I here on Twitter. To I, I thought the um, I couldn't see your eyes. Your head was down. I thought maybe you were taking a little snooze.
2: I mean, I have a hat on, and my head was looking down yeah. at my phone, so you couldn't nah. see my eyes. So
4: you have a show coming up at three o'clock. Do I? Three o'clock? Well, I do, well Sam gave you the rundown, so you know what's going on.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Sam, right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? This looks like a good show Sam put together today. Well, that's good. See, Sam
4: Schmitz, I I don't know where you'd be without him. I will talk to Robbie Makloff. Coming up next, find out what's on his show. There he is, Robbie Makloff dressed in a shirt and a hat. I'm not (laughs) going to tell you what's on it, though, because he doesn't like when I do that. So... It's an animal though.
2: Uh Dan Plucker, other side. I bet you pointed the- out that I'm wearing a shirt and a hat. And a ha- like I was gonna come in here shirtless. Well, there are Or hatless. Like for well, me, that's just as likely as shirtless. We've had Mike
4: Clemens shirtless uh doing a show on the other side of the glass. Sure. Uh Bart Winkler has been shirtless. Evan Hathelfinger has been shirtless. Bart's
2: been naked. Yeah. Uh yeah. That's Remember why. I when don't he sent in his entry for the ESPN the body edition? And that is why I don't sit in that studio in the producer booth anymore. <laughs> that's correct.
5: We moved that chair out a long time ago.
4: Did you burn it? Maybe. Did you burn it? No, I'm pretty sure. Did we didn't you think. douse it in gasoline no. and burn it with fire? Actually,
5: no. I think it's the one you're sitting on, Rami. Damn.
4: No, I think we threw it out. I think it went into the dumpster. I don't think we burned it, though. <laughs> I think we did throw it out. Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, okay, uh, Rami McClub, what's coming up on the Rami coming Show Coming up three?
2: on the Rami Show today, Sparky. That should be good. What are you watching for tomorrow night with no Jordan Love playing? And please, 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 for the love of God, Tell me it's not Kurt Banker. Oh,
1: Gary was all over this today. <laughs> oh,
2: God, Gary's no. like, man, if Kurt Gary's Banker. Gary's not doing this, is he? Not, Gary. Ben- if goes <laughs> not like, Gary.
4: If Kurt Banker goes for like 275 <laughs> Sparky, not Gary. oh boy, come Monday. Not
2: Gary. Gary's not doing this, is he? Was he saying, oh boy, like the fans' reaction? Yes. Okay. Yes. He wasn't saying like, oh boy, like he's getting on the Kurt Banker he train, heard, train, is he? Well, he heard Kurt Banker today.
4: He really likes him some Kurt Banker. He's I like, like, smart Kurt- dude, I- gets it. Like, let's see what he looks like now. Dude, Yeah, I, I like and the Jet secondary. The starters aren't good, and now you're going to see their third and fourth string guys. He might, he might put up some numbers. I like Kurt
2: Banker, the dude. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a nice, he does cool dude, big video game player. If you're into that, yeah, gives a good, gives a good quote. Social good media, s- social media guy. I mean, I'm rooting for him, but come on, man, We're I'm not-, not. I'm not. You're not. No, because I don't want to deal with all this crap that's going to come out of it. <laughs> Definitely not. No, I'm not. Nope. I mean, I'm just rooting for him as a person, as a human being. Sure, on another team. You know what I mean? Whatever. Fine. Whatever. I don't 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 care. I don't want to deal with this on Monday. I don't want to deal with, all right,
4: Spark, you threw for 275 and three scores. Screw Jordan Love. This is our guy. I don't want to hear it. No interest. None. May be sick on Monday if this
2: happens. <laughs> We're not doing this, are we? You know Dude, what I mean? saw you on Twitter, and it was <laughs> happening to I, you on I Twitter. Know, I know. It's going to happen I if know. he plays out. I know. He's
4: got a cluster of fans already, Man, what, and
2: it's going to grow if he plays well. What, I, you don't need to do this, okay, but we'll get into it. We'll get into that. See, you're not
4: old enough to remember, and you weren't, you weren't here. When Matt Hasselback was unbelievable in preseason there for a couple of years— I was doing sports talk in this town. This station didn't exist. People wanted Favre done, gone, play Matt Hasselbeck. Large amounts of people wanted Hasselbeck to replace Favre because Favre threw a ton of interceptions and they were sick of it, and they wanted Hasselbeck to be that guy. I'm telling you, been through it before. Not that he's Hasselbeck, because he's
2: not, but I'm just saying. No, he's not even Matt Hasselbeck. No, no. Well, we don't know, but No, I know. I know. Nobody thought Matt Hasselbeck would be a Super Bowl.
4: Hey, hold on. I know. Hold on. Nobody knew Matt Hasselback would be Matt Hasselback until Home Green traded for him and he took him to a Super Bowl. And then it was like, oh, oh, better than I thought he was going to be. I thought he was just a preseason quarterback. I I always say say it all the time, Robin. Put it on my mama. Uh, Whatever. All right. I say it all the time. Quarterbacks, to a degree, is all luck as to where you end up and the situation you end up in? Sure, it's a huge amount yeah, of luck. Yeah, but there's still if a ceiling. If Rodgers would have a ended up
2: based on your physical abilities and overall capabilities, if Rodgers ends up with the Niners yeah. instead of Alex Smith, I've talked about this. He is
4: not a Hall of Fame quarterback.
2: He might be a Hall of Fame quarterback. He just might not be the goat. No chance. He might just not be the goat. He's still a Hall of Famer. I, think. I, I don't. Just you don't know that. You
4: don't know how much they would have redone his his uh, delivery. You don't know how sure. much would have been redone. If it wouldn't have been redone, it
2: would have been over. Yeah, I talked about this. I think he's still no great, just probably not this They good. went through, what,
4: five offensive coordinators in five years for Alex Smith or something stupid like that? There's no way he would have survived that and been a Hall of Famer.
2: But they might not go through those coordinators if they have Aaron Rodgers and he's uh, better in know. the first system. I'm just you saying. know what I mean? Or yeah. like he finds a system along the and way. And I'm
4: not saying Alex Smith is a Hall of Famer with us versus with them one way or the other. But he would have been more consistent and a lot better than yeah. he would have been where I he agree. was in San we Francisco. I said the yeah. same thing,
2: I think yeah. earlier this week or last week. I said the same thing. So we'll talk about that out of the gates. I got some things to watch for. They're just not Kurt Bankert. Um and Ryan Horvat of BetMGM Live and Host of Green and Gold, Green post, and Gold, and Gold post game yeah. show hey tomorrow. him and Gary tomorrow, that'll be fun. He's gonna be joining me <laughs> at forty five for ninety minutes. That's gonna be fun though. Oh, uh, it should be. And uh in the four o'clock hour we'll get into some brewers. Do you believe in the in the uh peak too early narrative in major league baseball? We're in the middle of August. How is
4: this peaking too early? It's the middle of August. You yeah, have a month a, and a half left.
2: Yeah, that's a long there's time. There's 40 games left. How long do you think a team peaks for? Well, this team's been peaking for going on five months. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm just asking. I'm not saying. Well, actually, I've, it's not five months. They've uh, been peaking since Adama showed up May
4: 22nd. So, May 22nd to this. So, it's been, what, three months?
2: Coming up on three months that they've been playing at a crazy high level? I'm not giving away my answer to it. I'm just asking.
4: Are you no.
1: worried
2: if the Brewers are peaking too early? No. Okay. All right. Now, also, uh, depending on the sport,
4: though, if you get hot at the right time, it could change everything. Packers, that that magic carpet ride year of Rogers, they caught fire at the end of that year where they had to win like every game to get in, and then rode the momentum through. The Cardinals, that crappy organization, they got hot and knocked out the Brewers that one year in the NLCS and got to this, the World Series and won. And what? How many wins did they have? Eighty-five or eighty-four, something stupid like that. You remember the year I'm talking about? Yeah. The the Fielder year. Yeah. yeah. They had every opportunity. And didn't get it done, so whatever. Are, 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 are you done with me? We'll hear from Aaron
2: Rodgers at some point this afternoon, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk about this Giannis thing. Got to talk about the Giannis Obviously, thing. we have to talk about the Giannis thing. I mean, how much is there to talk about with this Giannis thing? It's whether or not they do it right or not. He's going to be like a marketing tool. But I don't – do the Bucks use
4: Aaron Rodgers as a marketing tool?
2: No. No, not really.
4: No. No. It could just be by name. Like, cool. Now you can throw a first pitch every year. Whatever. It's like an investment. It's an investment. For who? For Giannis. Right. But from a brewer standpoint, this is what me and Plucker were talking yeah, about. I, know. I heard you. I I, I want the internet. Can't make him do that. I, not at all. But if I'm the brewer, it's like, dude, I don't need all your money. I just want the partnership to get access to your sponsors. From a brewer standpoint, that's all I'd want. Like, you don't have to give me fifty million dollars. I just want access in and you can get percentage share. That's how I would look at it. But whatever. He's got Rami Makaloff, he's coming I am, up next I am the Rami, Rami show. Uh, how was your gala last night? It was really fun, man. We that, drove
2: it, past there last night. That improv we drove that they past. got out there in Brookfield, that is a... And that dude I never heard ooh, of was performing with that, the, the Burns. He burn. was hilarious. The whole lineup was hilarious. And by the way, remember you told my friend not to go with that name? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go with Alan. No. Well, his last name, I believe it's Wylodkowski. Wilid, I don't know. Yeah, um, Polish like me. Uh, but I, I saw—I know on Twitter, he just goes by Wielo, W-I-E-L-O. I haven't seen him perform in a long time. He mostly does his work in Los Angeles working on the Conan show. And I saw him last night and they introduced, I guess that's his, that is his stage name. He just goes, but so you're right. Smart. <laughs>
4: Yeah, people criticize me and Tim Allen <laughs> for different things. But when it comes to names and stage names or radio names, and <laughs> no, I'm not changing my name. Well, gotta, my
2: my I, dad, my dad and mom love me. I'm not did changing my You guys told me to change my name. Cool, do I what think you guys gotta, might have told me to do. change my name. I don't oh, remember. Okay. There's
4: another person uh, I won't say who was suggested to they change their name. I kept my name. They did it. And I'm and I'm glad I did. Well that yeah, it works for you. Mm-hmm. It does. So when do you but when that are, is a
2: beautiful club, man? A beautiful like everything brand new. And no, I mean, everything about it is top notch. Like they
4: have the brick wall that's apparently famous,
2: the the brick wall, the stage, the lighting, the sound, the bars, how many drinks, the food. I mean, it can fit, I'm guessing, I don't know, like 300 last night. It's that big, huge, that big of a room, huge, huge and beautiful. The sound is good. Every detail in that place is like is so well thought. How
4: expensive is it going to be for me to go see you?
2: I I think it would depend on the on the act. I'm not sure exactly what their pricing system well, it won't be based on who on me. It'll be based on whoever is the headliner on whatever night that I'm performing there. So you're not gonna be the headliner? I wouldn't imagine that they're just going to make me the headliner. Dude, they bring in the best comics from across the country. I've like never even heard names. of the dude you just said who was there yesterday. I don't even know who he is. You don't know comedy. But I not know the You don't know either. anything about comedy. The, 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 and, and because you don't know him, then he doesn't mean anything? Well, no, I'm <laughs> just saying I never heard of him. Well, okay. like Eddie Murphy. Okay, I know who Eddie Murphy is. Oh, well, everybody should be Eddie Murphy then. Yeah, It's like saying everybody should be Michael Jordan. Chappelle. What's wrong like with you? Like if they you? brought in
4: Dave Chappelle. I know who Dave Chappelle is. Okay, Right, those are headliners. You're talking about Michael Jordan. These other people you're talking about, I, I'll roll with you.
2: Because I'll roll with you. Thank you. You're I my guy. I'll it. roll with you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll I am roll with so you. So far down the tone of pole. So what was so funny about this I'm dude? Comedy. What was? What did you say he's that was funny. funny? He's good. He has good. Ma- he's has good material. Like he's yeah. dude. He's like a legit comedian. Like he. Has so net- are you? He has Netflix specials. Man, he has movies. He had his own sitcom. Where does he live? Now, he li- actually, in his act, he talks about he just moved from Los Angeles to Nashville, Tennessee. So, L.A. Now he lives in Nashville, Tennessee.
4: You're in Milwaukee. He was in L.A.
2: There you go. Okay. If you were in L.A., you would have your, own, LA? That you you would have your own Netflix I special it. and everything, too. I mean, eventually, maybe. But not like It wouldn't just happen. Do you know how long it takes and how much think work you know, goes uh, into it and how much luck? I don't think you know how good you are. That's I'm, pretty okay, good. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Lot. Thank you, Ernest. I'll understand. be at the Backyard Bar in uh, Bayview next Friday night. Come check me out. It's
0: cool. Netflix won't be there. He's Rami Magloff. Rami's show coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.